0: On today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, home and home action is on its way. Stay tuned. Season 4, episode 17 of the Bolts broadcast, Mike Mitchelson with you today, and we've got a solo episode going on right now. If you were keeping up with us over on Twitter, you would know that our Monday episode did not release, unfortunately, um, because Chase is... He, he had a little situation, a little medical situation that he had to tend to, and that's why he's not on this episode either, so if you uh, could keep him in your thoughts and prayers, that'd be great. Uh, I feel like Chase has been going through a little bit of a rough patch over the last couple of months because I, I feel like this is probably my third, maybe fourth solo episode in quite a while, or in the recent times, I guess I should say, Um so yeah, if you could keep them in your thoughts, that would be fantastic. If you want to shoot him a well wishes message on Twitter, it's at Chawdust. Uh, I'm sure he'll appreciate that as well. But solo episode today for me, I've been good today. I know, I know no one asked, but I figured I'd just throw it in there. Work was, uh, work was good and came home. I'm going to make a steak for dinner tonight. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, little Barks root beer. I don't know if you guys are, are root beer people. But uh, Barks is the only way to go when it comes to like mass branded. Like AW and and Mug, solid, but Barks, that's where it is. Anyways, on today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, going to be talking about the Bolts, obviously. Um, a little scary incident we had occur in the Edmonton game. We'll be going over that. And then going to be talking about the upcoming home and home games uh, this weekend. And then after the commercial break, talking about some news from around the league. Unfortunately, we do have some players that have gotten knocked out pretty long term. So I'll be talking about that. I got to talk about the first overall pick, Ureis Levkovsky. And then I also want to talk about the fourth overall pick, Shane Wright, uh, from this most recent draft. We'll be talking about that. And then we haven't covered it yet. I will cover it a little bit. I don't want to go too in-depth because I do want to get Chase's thoughts as well on the Boston Bruins and Mitchell Miller situation. So we will talk about that as well. But let's start first with the Bolts. We've got Hedman back in the lineup. We saw him last night against Edmonton. We know he was day-to-day with the upper body injury. It wasn't anything too serious. Um, Back, ready to go. He's going to be looking good. Back out on the ice. Love to see it. Sorelli and Bogosian, those were two guys that we talked about. Uh, They were skating. They were back to full-time practice and... We haven't seen him out there yet, but hopefully we will have them back very soon as well. I know we talked about Sorelli and how big of a piece he is for this Tampa team, and I'm so excited to see him back in the lineup. Now let's talk about the Edmonton-Tampa game. This was a game that was pretty good for our Tampa Bay Lightning when it came to 5-on-5. However, when it came to special teams, we could not get it done. I know John Cooper, he talked about it. He said special teams... Was really rough, and that's why the outcome was how it was, and that's what the Oilers taking it three to two. We went two for four on the penalty kill, not great, and then zero for five on the power play. Those two combined just make for one of the worst special team performances we've seen from this Tampa team in quite a while. Um, five on five, we played well, couldn't hack it when it came to the special teams, like I mentioned, but I think the team overall looked good as long as they cleaned that up. Uh, Now, there was a scary incident in this game in which Evander Kane, down on the ice, I believe it was Patrick Maroon skating through, and uh, Evander Kane's wrist caught Patrick Maroon's skate, and you could tell it was bad because Evander Kane immediately hopped up, went right to the bench. The way he got up, I thought he might want to try to fight someone. But when you saw him fly to the bench, it was like, oh, wait, something's actually wrong here. And then you see the the replays, and it's like, my goodness. It's always a scary situation when it comes to the skate getting in contact with an actual player and their body. So prayers out to Evander Kane. Hopefully he's all right. I know we have a diagnosis that it's going to be about three to four months before we see Evander Kane back out on the ice. So hopefully that... Everything goes well, and we'll see them in that three to four months, but a scary situation nonetheless. Now, when we're looking at our home and home, we've got one November 11th against the Washington Capitals, this one in Washington. And Washington's, you know, they're a team similar to Pittsburgh right now where the team overall not doing fantastic. However, their star players like Ovechkin and like Sidney Crosby they are actually playing pretty solid. So this is going to be an interesting game. Right now, the way the teams are performing, I take Tampa. We know Tampa started off slow, and then, you know, we've heated up recently. We'll have a have a loss or two, you know, scattered within our wins, but we've been a lot better over the past couple of games where the Washington Capitals can't really say the same for them. Uh, they do have a win in their most recent contest, that being before tonight's game against the Penguins, but right now, currently sitting at only six, six, and two. So it's gonna be an interesting matchup. I've got us winning the game with Vasilevsky in that. Now, when it comes to Brian Elliott and that for our back to back, I'm I'm not really too sure. I think it could go in Washington's favor, but I think the teams overall, when you look at them up and down the roster, yes, you got Ovechkin, who's an absolute stud, but Tampa's just better through and through. They got more depth on the offensive uh, side of the puck and then on the defense. I mean, I'm, I'm taking our defense all day long. John Carlson used to be one of the guys for the Norris, you know, every single year. He's slowed down over the last couple. Victor Hedman, not yet. He's still going strong. So uh, I'll take the Bolts in both. Now, I would not be shocked if it's a one and one. So uh, hopefully we do take both, though. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, but on the other side of the commercial break, talking about some news around the league. NFL Sundays are only getting better, and so are the incredible offers at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% of a boost with the DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, and point totals. With payouts bigger than ever, the DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to when betting on the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. And place a $5 pregame money line bet to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Uh, before we hop into some of the news that I do want to mention, I had a brief thought are you guys listening to Christmas music yet? Is that just me? Uh, well, I guess I shouldn't say I'm listening yet because I haven't. But I'm usually a November 1st Christmas music listener. And I believe we've gone over this on the Bulls broadcast before over the last couple of years that we've been with you. But since my move to Indianapolis, it's been warm. Like, it's 70 today. And I can't listen to Christmas music when it's 70. However, on Friday, it's going to get down into, I think, like 50s, and then starting on Saturday, the weekend, it's going to be down in the 30s. So I will start my Christmas music listening, then I'm curious, are you guys Christmas music listeners before or after Thanksgiving? I know there's some people that think it's a super big taboo if you listen to Christmas music before Thanksgiving. Chase is actually one of those. However, me bring all the joy, bring all the holly in my life. I need it. It keeps me going. It keeps me fueled and ready to go for the day. Let me know your guys' thoughts at Bolts Broadcast on Twitter. I'd love to hear. All right, let's talk about some of these injuries. I mentioned Evander Kane out three to four months. But Larry Nachushkin, he is going to be out uh, about a month. He had a hot start with the Colorado Avalanche. And this is a guy that Chase and I have talked about. Phenomenal player, super underrated player. Thought he was going to get a a big deal elsewhere this offseason. He took the discount to go back to Colorado. And uh, unfortunately, he has his great start cut short by an injury. However, he shouldn't be out too, too long at that one-month estimation. Then you look at Mackenzie Blackwood. Uh, He is projected to be out three to six weeks. That's going to be a tough hit for sure, Mackenzie Blackwood. Obviously, the starting goalie over there in New Jersey, and he's been a pretty good one for them as well. So, hopefully, he can get back soon. And then finally, we've got Matt Lof and Matt Lof over with the Detroit Red Wings. This isn't a huge named player, but it comes with a little bit of bonus content, I guess you could say, uh, because Matt Lof was playing against the Montreal Canadiens and. It was it was an ugly hit from Uri Slavkovsky, and Uri Slavkovsky now suspended two games for it for the boarding and uh, that's that just continues Uri Slavkovsky's rough start to the season. And we're gonna talk about him and Shane Wright and how they have just not been the guys we've expected up to this point. Uri Slavkovsky, three goals, zero assists, only three points. Through his first 10 games, he's got the suspension now. And because he has played 10 games, his contract has officially started. His three-year contract. So, if you guys don't know, uh, nine games is the mark. You can play up to nine games. If you send him down, you're fine. You don't burn a year off his contract. However, because he played that 10th game, they are now burning the first year off his contract. And then... You know, not a great start for him, like I mentioned, but then I want to look at Shane Wright, and this is a weird situation because he's played seven games, only has one assist on the year. He's a plus four, but he's also been healthy scratched for seven games. This is interesting to me because Shane Wright, one of those guys that was in the conversation for the first overall pick last year, a lot of people thought he should have gone first overall, and then Simon Namich goes second, which... Makes sense. New Jersey not really needing a center with their back-to-back, not back-to-back, but their last two first overall picks being Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes. Didn't really need the center. They go Simone Namich. And then Logan Cooley, out of the blue, goes number three to Arizona. I think everyone expected Shane Wright to land in that situation. Wasn't the case. Chase and I, and I believe we had one other buddy there, maybe it was Johnny, at the draft party, we're like, this is a slam dunk for Shane Wright. What an opportunity for him. He doesn't need to go to the cancerous organization that is the Arizona Coyotes. But now he's over here in Seattle, and I mentioned it to Chase. I don't know if Arizona would be healthy scratching Shane Wright for seven games out of the season. I don't think that happens. I think Shane Wright gets the playing time, and I think right now, if you are Seattle and you have no plans to get him in your lineup this year and have him be a full-time NHLer for for you, which is a sense I get because you've scratched him seven times, if that's your plan, send him down. Like, there's there's no reason to be playing this game with him. Oh, you're in. Oh, now you're not. Oh, you're in. No, you're not. There's no reason to play this game with him. He's a young kid. He needs to have a good system around him. To be able to develop, and right now with you healthy scratching him, he's not going to be able to develop. It's an absolute nightmare uh, nightmare situation for Shane Wright and the Seattle Kraken. Um, Seattle's, you know, they've been decent this year, but this is the wrong this is the one situation where they've just been handling, handling it completely wrong. Excuse me. All right, well, let's talk about handling stuff completely wrong. We'll go with the Boston Bruins as they signed Mitchell Miller. Uh, If you don't know who Mitchell Miller is, he was a fourth-round selection by the Arizona Coyotes back in 2020. It was 111th overall. However, they renounced him as a draft pick because, uh, well, he's got quite the record on him. He was not a great person coming up. He is known for being an extreme bully to a disabled African-American kid that was in his school. And, you know, it's just, he was a terrible person growing up and I, I don't know what he's like now. Um, but it seems like Boston thought that things have changed. I, I, I don't know what's actually happening, but I do know Gary Bettman came out and he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're not, we're not lifting the suspension. Like Mitchell Miller is still suspended from the league. Like this guy was an absolute terror to people that you know were were around him, and there's no reason to have personalities like that in the NHL." Gary Bettman said, "There's no plan to lift this suspension for Mitchell Miller." And now the Boston Bruins, they tried to waive Mitchell Miller, but it seems like there's some complications around that. seems like they have to pay his full salary to the end of this year before they can do anything, which is shocking, to say the the least. Um, It's just a messy situation right now, and there's obvious backlash from the NHL community. No one wants to see a guy who you know was such a terrible human um to you know get this opportunity like he's he cost himself the opportunity and um we're we're seeing that because there's a lot of backlash as well and I'm excited to get Chase's thoughts on on the whole thing he can put it in more clear words than I can he's more the the HR guy he knows exactly what to say where I'm kind of just <laughs> going with the punches so uh hopefully I haven't said anything too wild up to this point, but uh, yeah, so it's been a tough situation over there in Boston uh, and what they decided to do. I I think at that point, what was the reasoning? Like, you knew backlash was coming. You knew that you doing this was not going to be a good look for your organization. Why'd you do it? Did you think you'd be able to, like, sneak it past everyone and, uh, you know, maybe he could you know turn things around and i don't know have have a good a good career on your, like i just don't get it it doesn't make sense to me cuz yeah i i'll just leave it at that i'll leave it at that all right well no hockey name of the day today but next time hopefully Chase will be here we'll talk a little bit more about the Mitchell Miller situation we will have a hockey name of the day for you and hopefully we will be coming with you uh coming to you with exciting news about a 2-0 sweep in our home and home against the Washington Capitals. All right, well if you want to stay up to date with us, you can follow us on Twitter at the Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at hockeypodnet and you can follow our other show, the WNP Sports Podcast at WNP Sports Pod. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, you can become a patron. We'd really appreciate you guys if you were interested in doing that. Uh, if you want to check out the hockeypodcastnetwork.com, you can check out all the shows there. Boom, click the logo. Listen, easy peasy lemon squeezy. That's the only thing I picked up from Chase, if I'm being honest, when it comes to his outros. As you can see, I'm butchering the outro. Uh, Chase does such a nice job with it, so hopefully he's back soon. But... I do want to say thank you to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. And that's going to do it. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time.